Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Full Sport Press. Listening to the Full Sport Press podcast, featuring hosts Jehove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jehove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What it do? What it do? We got my guy Animal Brown back in the building. What's up, boy? What's poppin', guys? How you doing, man? I am great. You have your trophy with you? Yeah, man. Look good. Got my name on it. <laughs> Appreciate that. FSP Fantasy Football Champ. How sick are you about that, Will? I was sitting looking at his team like, man. Yeah. I, gave <laughs> you, I I threw a layup for you in that draft. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. That's the only reason I want to play fantasy football is to get a trophy. Let me see that trophy. Let me see that. It look good, man. It's glistening. Got his name on it and everything. Oh. Shout out to FSP League for, for being like yeah. one of the top tier. Oh, I was top tier. Yeah. Oh, I was top tier for I sure. Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 309. We are debating who had the best career in the 11 most popular jerseys in NBA history. FSP style. Always FSP style. Better damn know it. You better damn believe it. Let's kick it out, fellas. Best of the week. What you got, Weezy? Oh, best of the week for me is uh, mm. I've been in the stock game here since 2020 started. Okay. okay. My stock. Moving up, baby. Okay. Moving on up like the Jeffersons. Made a little money this weekend. Hey. Moving on up. Yeah. And the Tesla stock? Boom, man. Tesla. I Tesla. This, I'm talking another one. I'm okay. keeping it the tuck, but it's moving on up, baby. Tesla, all right. Yeah. Game is to be sold, not told. Yes, sir. Here we go. <laughs> what you got, AB? Oh, best of the week, man. I'm going to go, uh, and I was talking about this to you earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a show. It's on CNBC with A-Rod. Have y'all seen Back in the Game with Rodriguez? No, I heard of it, though. It's uh-uh. fire. Y'all need to watch that, especially if you're on your business tip. Is he helped athletes and celebrities who have fallen on hard times get back on their feet, get the branding back together. It's dope. The episode with Evander Holyfield and the one with Ryan Lochte was real good. Check mm. that out. Sure. What about you, Jeff? Oh, man. Uh, Nashville Soccer Club, man. Uh, you got me on my soccer game. Sure. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there in full effect, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Living Color next week for okay. the premiere. So we got Nashville coming up having our own soccer soccer major league soccer team. So yeah, yeah. yeah, inaugural kickoff is next. What is it called? Kickoff? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still learning my soccer terminology. Yeah. Yeah. Lingo. But lingo. So yeah. yeah, that's that's my best of the week. For sure. Yeah, be there. yeah my best of the week is Jaliah Harmon. I'm hope I'm saying her name right. She was a fourteen year old girl. 
that um, started Weezy's favorite dance, the Renegade. Yeah. Uh, they had TikTok girls all through All Star Weekend until Black Twitter got a hold of the <laughs> shenanigans <laughs> and demanded that Jalaya, Jalea, it's Jalea, yeah. uh, performed and it worked. She performed during the actual game on All Star Sunday, quick, quick. and she was on Ellen as well yeah. this Thursday. So shout out to Jalaya and Black Twitter for getting her. In the building. I'm talking about that was quick work. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Black Twitter did not play about that. <laughs> oh. Ellen feed up, and yeah. she responded and got on there. What was sure. TikTok at when the duck and all that was popping? I could have been on Ellen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Do you got the renegade weezy? I'm, I'm retired. I retired. You retired after, from dancing? Yeah, after Millie Rock, I retired. Breaking news. I retired. That's breaking news for sure. Uh, what about worst of the week, fellas? Last week, man, we almost had an incident. Okay. Apparently, our listeners were not happy with uh, us saying that you can't miss All Star Weekend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <They> literally, <laughs> cameraman told me not to say that. <laughs> yeah, what? Bitches were in shambles. Yeah. And, uh, All because of Valentine's Day? Yeah, yeah. So, our, mm. our female contingent, our women listeners, okay. were not happy with us saying that it you was. can't miss All Star Saturday night. Yeah. I told them. I stand by what we said. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I like that, Jeff. Yeah, nah, I had to. Yeah, yeah not for sure. Get over it. Yeah, they need to figure that out. Yeah, for real. Sure. Slept on the couches last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Damn. Hey, what's your worst of the week, bro? Uh, I'm gonna go. My Pistons in full re- uh, rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. Bought out Reggie Jackson. Bought out Markeith Morris. Traded uh, Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. Our core that I've known to grow and love. These last 10 years is gone. Uh, the longest tenured person on our team is Luke Kennard. He's been there for three years. Mm. Full rebuild mode, man. The beginning starts now. I'm going to be sad. We're not going to win another game for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, It's ugly right now for my Pistons. Yeah, man. Hot hold, about hold it. Hold your head. Weez, what you got? Uh, worst week for me was uh, that the NFL is trying to do a 17 games, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's watering down the league. That means you can go 500 to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Did you I'm, see the math they did for that, though? Uh, What's that? If it would have been doing for the last 10 years, the Titans would have made the playoffs three more times. Yeah. But wouldn't have made it the year y'all beat Kansas City. Right. So, I, I <laughs> yeah, I ain't here for that. Yeah. That's crazy. But the good thing about it is they haven't came to a conclusion with that, though. So, yeah, players, yeah, players are revolting against I hope that. So, sure. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, my worst of the week is Charlie Strong. He'll join Alabama's staff <laughs> as a defensive analyst months removed from being fired in South Florida. He chose Bama over Florida. I know. He becomes the fourth ex-head coach working as an analyst on Saban's current staff. He'll join uh, Bob Stoops, not Bob Stoops, Mike Stoops, Major Applewhite, and now Charlie Strong. Now, you are a defensive coordinator through our championship years. You just come back home and get this going. Work with the linebackers. Nah, you want to go with Alabama. Well, that defensive, what's the what's the term they use? Analyst. Analyst mm-hmm. has produced four straight head coaches, I believe. 100%. So, yeah, he just saw a fast track back to where he wanted to be. Yeah. I mean, Lane was an offensive analyst, yeah. and then he went to the OC. Yeah. So, and then, um, uh, what's my guy's name? Uh, Butch Jones. Butch and Butch. Yeah, Butch. He was an offensive analyst as well. He was an intern. Yeah, what see, the hell? See what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You hear about Lane Kiffin still in one of your players? Oh. Yeah, man. I saw that, man. Even the garbage can gets a stake. Oh. We have a new um, segment here. Okay. It's called Stat of the Week. Shout out to my guy Bryce for this find. This is directly straight towards you, Animal Brown. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, since 2012, Aaron Rodgers is 5-28 and 28 against Dang. teams. <laughs> that are above 500 at the time of that game. Also, Rodgers has never won a game in which his team is losing by more than one point in the fourth quarter. He is 
0 and 37 in that situation. Nah, that don't make sense. That's facts. That's no, these that facts. can't be right. No, we play. We beat more than five teams with over five hundred records this year. At the time of the game, yes, what I'm saying. They were under five hundred. They were over five hundred. Yes. Mm-mm. All that's I know is no, that's real face. You want to fact check that, huh? Yeah, we got to fact check that. <laughs> we need a new segment. Fact check the stat of the week. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm just what about the 0 37? You ain't got nothing to say about it. never won a game with his teams losing by more than one point in the fourth quarter. 0 37. Bad defense. Have you seen our defenses? Oh, shit. We got a, he don't play corner. Phillip Rivers called. <laughs> he got he'd got that done. Shit. Phillip Rivers? Yeah. <laughs> Phillip Rivers always he ain't down. Got one of these. He always down seven. <laughs> With two minutes. The Rivers ain't got one of these. As he holds his fantasy football. <laughs> he ain't got one of them. Uh, <laughs> all right. And make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just search for Sport Press Podcast. And after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou each and every Wednesday. This week's show was the Year 2000 Review. What's your favorite album from 2000? I already know J.M. Yeah, has, you already I know. Had, yeah, it ain't nothing to talk about. Shine. I was really upset with y'all. Yeah. What? You just, you just smooth, went smooth past a four and a half Mike debut album in the year 2000. Which was? Beanie Seagull's album. Oh, that album was fire. But yeah. you, you, just, you just didn't even talk about it. No, we, we mentioned it. You mentioned it and just kept going. Four and a half Mike debut. It wasn't even his best album, though. That's why we That's what I'm it. saying. Oh, that's true. Shine the best album in 2000. Nah, Seagull, the truth was the best album of the year. Shh, I'm going to go with Ja Rule. I see you, boy. 336, baby. All right. That's what I like. Oh my God. I'll see you easy. <laughs> yeah, now for sure. Um, fresher than your average podcast featuring myself and Animal Brown to my right. Hey. It's a self help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. Same great content with a new name. You can catch our latest issue. Issue 58 is up right now directly for the culture. Hit the hotline 629 777 5565 and drop a fashion related voicemail. Where your kicks, cop responsibly. Let's talk about this issue. I am 0 for 15. Mm. If you're counting, Damn. I have not gotten one of the sneakers that I wanted. And I wanted maybe six of them yeah. that have came out so far. So. Oh, for, wow. In, tw- in 2020? Well, no, just in February. What <laughs> say? Yeah, no, we got my mentality, baby. got to keep shooting. You got to keep shooting. The month ain't over yet, man. month ain't over. You got some time. I'm three for 15. I'm slick cooking. Four. Four for fifty. You right. I'm yeah, four for fifteen. I'm really. Yeah. I'm do we, we want to talk about who list. really is who's really cooking? Or we gonna leave that for the list. No, we gonna leave that for the list. We gonna leave that for the list. We got to have. Come on, Jeff. You up, man? You got ten good rest and six. Yes, sir. Let's start the clock. All right, guys. So, superstar showdown is coming up next week. Let's still do that. I know, right? It's actually in Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, you've yeah. been talking about that. So okay. you know what that means? Yeah. Who <laughs> gets? The W, yeah, and I'm a Brown edition. All right, starting off with the Intercontinental Championship match between Braun Strowman and the champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Who gets the W, Animal Brown? I'm going with the young Brawny. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> None. <laughs> Me neither. Jack I'm going up. with Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Okay, that's my guy. Please. Braun Strowman. I'm going with Braun as well. <laughs> All right, next we have Brock Lesnar, the champion, versus Ricochet. Who you got, Jay? Oh, give me Brock. Give me Brock. Jay, uh, Weezy. Brock. Hey, I got to go with who I've heard of, man. Let's go, Brock. Yeah, okay. Brock is not losing to Ricochet. I'm telling you that right there, now. <laughs> um, and in the main event of the evening for the WWE Universal title, we have Goldberg mm-hmm. versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Weezy, who you got? Goldberg. 
All the way. A.B. Let's go, Goldberg. Let's do Jay, it. who gets the W? Man, the Fiend. <laughs> I'm going with the Fiend. I'm going with the Fiend, Bray Wyatt as well. Yeah, for sure. If Bray loses in Saudi Arabia, we might ride. Yeah, we so should. Let's keep it up. Is Bray black? No, nope. he's not. It's just losing Saudi Arabia is nuts. Okay. He's the universal champion. Okay. Were any of them black? No. Off of, off of mentioned people? No. no. Closest no. one is Ricochet. All right. Yeah. What is he? Oh, he might be mixed. Uh, okay. Okay. Mixed. Okay. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Might be. Yeah. Might be mixed. He's a little tan. A little tan? Yeah, Ricochet. Okay. Little tan. He's athletic as hell. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Some black Ricochet. in him somewhere. Yeah, sure. yeah. Right. yeah everybody do. And that, and that is the end of the message. <laughs> and tune us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started with the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is Jackson State's president, William Bynum Jr. Yes, right. It is. Okay. Jeff's homeboy, mm-hmm. uh, the president of Jackson State University, <laughs> resigned following his arrest in a prostitution sting <laughs> at a Mississippi hotel. The 57-year-old was arrested and charged with asking for services of a prostitute, false statement of identity, mm. and simple possession of marijuana. He was among 17 people busted in a two-day undercover sting by the Clinton Police Department. Detectives made contact with the alleged offenders through a dark websites of course mm-hmm. of course where services and meeting places at a local hotel were agreed upon before mm-hmm. now bynum is a married man Ooh. six oh. <laughs> who was named president of jackson state university in may 2017 he was released on a three thousand dollar bond early that sunday morning and he resigned that next morning he's better now president bynum listen <laughs> I know you're trying to turn up. He brought the party pack and everything. But yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. You got to have a young boy on staff to get him to you, though. Yeah, you're for real. See what I'm saying? Have a middleman. You got it. Where's the middleman? Yeah. You got to do the middleman. We just do the middleman for him. I'm retired. You're tired. Hey, okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I can do that. <laughs> now he's out of pocket, man. Come on, Mr. Bynum. Like, yeah. come on, President Bynum. Yeah, get your boy. President Bynum. Former President <laughs> Yeah, you got to get your boy William Bynum. Senior. Where are you getting it out to, Weezy? I'm sitting here thinking about it right now. Uh-oh. Is that, is that, is that a prime? Yeah. Well, you can DHL. You can DHL that you thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You sure yeah. it's not prime, guys? Nah, Bynum's just six? horny. He's horny. Yeah, he, he got six kids. They probably old. I mean, he ain't really had no life for yeah, him. He's only though. 57. He got six uh, kids. That's a great point. He'll be paying for them for a while. This is what I'm saying. If you got six kids, you bought that life, though. <laughs> true. Yeah, this ain't his first time. Hey, you bought that perv life. Nah, and you on the dark web, you really out here. <laughs> and that's what I'm, this is the thing. I bet the young boy had him on the dark web. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, you can go and go, bro. Yeah, it was, it up. Yeah, yeah, he probably told yeah. him a dream like he couldn't get caught And he had a staff person with him. She got fired, too. She was the director of art. Ah, uh, he got other people fired, too. Yeah, uh, he got somebody else called. He calls somebody else to charge his money. I got to give him prize. <laughs> See? I got yeah. to go prime, you know, man. Overnight. Just, who talked to me? It's bigger than Nino Brown. It's definitely bigger than Nino Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to get started Let's the first half? Let's go. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Joe. I'm Weezy. What it do? I let your boy Animal Brown, man. What's good? Hey, B. Where can they find you on social media, my brother? Animal underscore Brown, Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes Snap. Sometimes Snap. I don't know about sometimes, sometimes. but hey. <laughs> you saying this Snapchat be popping? Oh, man. You know he on Snap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Weezy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at how Weezy on Twitter. Holla yeah, at me. You are for sure. What about you, Jeff? J. Easley 84 across all. 
social media platforms. And I'm Jay Hope <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, have a full conversation with me on Twitter. It's wide open for sure. Instagram. Uh, I had to, you know, no, 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 it's not. I had to block one of my homeboys. Let me tell you, shout out to Parham. I know he listened. Let me tell you what this dude did. So North Carolina's having one of our down seasons. Yes. Yeah. First mm-hmm. time since 2009. My dog. Sends me a text message and says, you know, and damn, yeah, he mad, basically yeah. insinuating that we lost another game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I had to block him. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> there's no reason to continue to bring up stuff that don't matter. And then you know what? How karma works. Uh-huh. They do, which is his team. Yeah. They come out and get their ass with by 22 <laughs> the very next game. Don't God work in mysterious ways? Yes, he do. Won't he do? There's got a big conversation had about Coach K and how he handles his losses in the regular nah, season. Nah, he's a, yeah, you know how he do. You know, you know how it goes. <laughs> Happens differently. Uh, let's kick things off in the first half. <laughs> With the NBA All-Star Weekend, winners and losers. Now, this is what you call a successful NBA All-Star Weekend. This particular All-Star break did not disappoint with the second half of the 2020 NBA season in clear sight. Let's look back and name a few of the winners and losers from the 2020 NBA All-Star Weekend. Who wants to go first as a winner? I'll go. Okay. First winner for me is the uh, NBA upper management, what you call them? Yeah. They did Kobe great. It was outstanding what they did for Kobe. Mm-hmm. So, luck, I had a great Kobe time. Kobe tribute was fire. Yeah, for sure. Anybody else got another winner? Joel, the process Embiid. Mm-hmm. When the game was on the line, mm-hmm. he showed why there still needs to be big man in the NBA. Mm. Could not guard him on that block. It's true. Couldn't do nothing with him in the clutch. Shout out to Joel Embiid. Yeah, he came to play. Came yeah, to sure. play 100%. when it was time to when it was time to roll. He came to play. That's right. Yeah. That's a fact. Uh, I'm gonna go winner Adam Silver. Yeah. Um, you know, people looked at him sideways when he came with these new rules last minute. Mm-hmm. The new format. It was a little hard to explain, but when mm-hmm. you saw it in action, uh, the tight game, it ended up working. So shout out to him. I think they're gonna do it again next year. Yeah, for sure. I'm piggybacking off that as well. I got the new format. Like Chris said, uh, the idea was met with a lot of backlash, you mm-hmm. know, confusion from fans, including myself. But the product, man, the way it looked, it's getting so much traction that they're looking to do overtime mm-hmm. to be the first person to 10, yeah. the first team to 10 for sure. So it was refreshing to watch some of that, man, on a night that everybody's dedicating everything to Kobe to see players play with the intensity he played with throughout his 20-year NBA career, yeah. man. It was great to watch. It was like a playoff game. It was a playoff. They were like sweating. They were people, smiling. Like yeah. People in the crowd were on the court. Like This yeah. is like, this yeah. like a rucker game. It like was a rucker, dope. Yeah, for sure. That couldn't have worked out of any – well, I'll talk about that in a second. Sure. Anybody else got another winner? Oh, yeah. I got a winner okay. slash loser, but I'll do a winner first. Okay. Common. That's okay. what I got. Yeah, that's his, sure. I think his, that's a – yeah. His no. tribute to <laughs> his Chicago. Yeah. And the way he handled that was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? But I will double back to him a little bit later on. Okay. Did he I really, thought his intros was fire. Too, did did he really freestyle all that? Hell, Damn, no. well, I don't, he might have. He might have though. Cause he came. I was trying to figure it out. Like man, he definitely freestyled that, and that's why I want to talk. I about know he was reading the names bit. off of it. Like man, did he really freestyle the whole thing? Might man, he might have. He freestyled. I mean, if probably freestyled a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna delay the tip off to the NBA All Star game for 45 minutes, it would have to be somebody <laughs> doing what Common did and yeah. the way that he rhymed "clinic" with Kawhi Leonard, yeah. mm. and then he circled back with um, "refusal." Refusal with Antetokounmpo. Cooper. Man, that's rough though. Man, he did had uh, Fred Hampton at the end yeah. of uh, the actual intro, but that was pretty cool. If you know about Fred Hampton, mm-hmm. um, that's really dope. But yeah, no, for sure. That's definitely a winner for me. And he won the celebrity game too. Yeah. And he got MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah no. He Have got, yourself a weekend. He got one of these. 
Ah, oh, uh, shit. One of these trophies right here, man. You got man, hardware got like me. Shit, nah, for you real. see what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you heard about that. We yes, got hardware sir. like your boy. Yes. You're the only one that won a chip, <laughs> championship up here. <laughs> It's too Lee Weezy. It's too Lee Weezy. He ain't the only one. Boy, he can relate then. I sure. I sure. <laughs> <laughs> he can relate. He can relate. <laughs> I'll see you, boy. Uh, my last winner is CP3, man. He was robbed of MVP. Uh, mm. Looked great out there. People are blaming his plant-based diet for that. But CP what, just. What? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're blaming and saying that, you know, the reason that he looks the way he's looking and dunking and things of that nature is because of his plant based diet. Oh, gotcha. But it has a lot to do with him just getting the stench of James Harden off of him. <laughs> it has a lot to do oh, with it. Getting the stench of chicken off of him. He no. put the wings down. He catches the I'm you don't agree with the whole getting rid of the plant based diet. No, that's oh, what I'm saying. That's a good thing. No, no. It has nothing to do with the plant based diet. Nothing all, in shape or nothing all James Harden. It's all James all Harden. Oh, James Harden. 100%. He put the pork sure. down, nah, man. Nobody eats pork. <laughs> Nobody eats pork. I don't know about that. Nobody eats pork. Jeff, you eat pork. Okay, pepperoni. Pepperoni pizza. Yeah. That pepperoni. means you eat pork. And so do you, my guy. <laughs> because when you go to these restaurants, never mind, I ain't going to get out in there. That was that's, almost my worst of the week. That's, that's, all, that's, that's all I eat mm-hmm. pepperoni pizza. Other yeah. than that, I got the pork. I don't got it. Y'all don't eat bacon? I don't, I don't eat got pork it out of here. No pork chops? I don't eat no. pork chops. No, no. Ribs? No. 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 Y'all I eat right all that. <laughs> all that. You just never on a piece. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That's it. What about losers, fella? Who got who wants to go to lose? I'm a common. Oh, okay. oh shit. Why? <laughs> My bad. Tell me why. Refusal with Antetin Cooper. Okay. Uh, I, I was not here for that. Yeah. I Oh, he, when, when he, he met three he, names in. I said he's about to do everybody's name out there. Mm-hmm. He gonna freestyle everybody. Come on, bro. Give me something to rhyme with out to the coupon better than that. For sure. Give me two seconds. I come up with it. All right, we gonna we, come we, 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 we come we back. On that was the whole two seconds. Go ahead. But you got You hear that, cameraman? Yeah, loser. I gotta go to dunk contest judges. How many fifties were they going? They, I was going for a layup. They're gonna give you a fifty. Hundred percent. They need to change the format. They need now that they tweaked the All Star game, got that right. And they tweaked the three-point contest. They got that right, adding the two extra shots. They need to tweak the dunk contest. They need to do point fives on the rating scales. Because when it's too close for a 10, everything out there wasn't a 10. Let's keep it a hundo. Yeah. They need to – my good man. No, you got it. You got it. They need to do something about the – if you can't dunk, you can't judge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because them boys take it too serious. And they, they ain't out there just playing around no more. Take they take it too Candace Parker? Yeah, everybody Candace on that dunk? panel. No. Everybody on the panel right. could dunk. No, Black Panther was out there. He can't dunk. Yeah, Black, Black Panther. Panther. I don't know why he was out there. <laughs> his hair made his hair. Yeah, Black Panther can't dunk. Is he from much. Chicago? Common couldn't dunk. I don't know. He, it just, it just go, it just rolled him out. He, won, he He's become the guy that roll out every now and then. Yeah. He's a new killer heart. Do the work Connor forever and he's good to go. He can't dunk. Can Common dunk? Common was all-star. Yeah, Common 5'8". No, he he's dumb. just right. I'm though. saying. He, he is just right. Though. <laughs> <laughs> he is just right. Um, <laughs> also, also have Aaron Gordon as well as Rob. Yeah. How do you get five different 50s? Perfect scores and still not leave the arena with a victory. Should have been a tie. That's what it should have been. Should have went out as a tie. That's terrible, terrible misjudgment as far as on the NBA's part to put this um, in the hands of a person like Chadwick Boseman mm. and <laughs> Dwayne Wade. And it was somebody else. Who was the other person? Was Common. Common. Oh, Scotty Pippen. Scotty. Mm. Sc- Scotty's new yeah, yeah, And that shit man's. Yeah, I ain't going to talk about Scotty. Uh, um, what else? Anybody else got another loser? Kyle Lowry. Mm. He was flopping. Taking charges in the All-Star game. Nah, I disagree. I was, never, I was never happier when he got that foul to lose the game. I was yeah. so happy when he lost <laughs> the game. Yeah. I was so happy. Yeah. Can't end the game. You ruining the, the game. Throw. Ruin the basketball game doing all that. Yeah. All that and that's what I was just about to say yeah. about the rules, yeah. how it worked, but it didn't because ending the game on a free throw with some slaw, you yeah. probably need to 
make it to where you got to win by two or something of that nature. For sure. I don't know. Something. Yeah, maybe. Man, just scoring on a – It has to be a five. score. got to yeah. be shooting five. No, it has to be a score. Like, well, you have to end the game on a score. Well, like, that somebody shooting the That's what I'm though. saying. I don't know. Nobody. You can't do that. Take it to the streets. They got to win by two. They got to win by two, bro. I don't That's knock it if it's a shooting foul, though. If I'm going to the hole about the, about the dunk and somebody foul me, keep me from, keep me from getting the two That's points. That's a good point. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind shooting the two free throws and winning the game that way because you're going to win. Yeah. Shooting foul. Shooting shoot, 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 foul. Get Kyle Lowry out of here. Yeah, for sure. My Should second and last losers, the Lakers fans, the way that Kawhi, Bron, and AD look together on the court, every Lakers fans wish that those three played together, that monster, man. Come together in real life. They combined for 73 total points, man. Just well, I was three. unconscious. He was rolling. But he didn't play good in the second half, though. He didn't, That's why sure. CP should have won MVP. Oh, no, nah, you gassing the CP MVP, Look, MVP dude, he, was, he had 23 and 8. Come That's on, an all-star bro, game, that? Jay. That's just regular numbers. Yeah, he do that every week. Nah. CP look good, man. CP look good, dog. CP look good. He's playing defense. Dude, James Harden was playing defense. James Harden was playing defense. <laughs> Why the hell would you play defense in the All Star game? Because they <laughs> were had, they they were trying to exploit they him. They were. Though. Yeah, can that's we, why he couldn't score. Can we take two minutes to talk about why he and Giannis really don't like each other? Yeah, that's, that's beef. That's there. beef. Yeah, like that's seriously, deep-rooted. like what's that about? That's deep rooted. Something we might not know about. Do you understand what I'm saying? Might be some some work. Did oh. you come up with a, a word to rhyme with Andre Kumpo? That's not why re- you here. Not refusal. I know that much. I thought you had did, something. Did you have a word? I got a rhyme. No, you I, don't. I don't represent <laughs> anybody at this table. What you say? That's true. You are JT. Yeah, you are the franchise. Anybody in this room? You are the Anybody you can call. Too. I'm still jealous. I like that. Yeah. I like no, that. Yeah. I like still, that. Yeah, let's move on. Nashville on. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got, Jill. Let's roll. All right. Mm. <laughs> let's keep it in basketball, guys. Sheesh. The Big Three released their schedule for the upcoming season this week, featuring stops in Memphis and New York, with the championship being played in Detroit and on August 29th. Mm. The reason why we bring this up, though, because it talks fuel on the basketball fire. Ice Cube brought receipts, guys, mm. that the NBA stole the untimed fourth quarter from the Big Three. Cube got a point. He got receipts. Yeah, he got a point. The big three games are untimed to 50. Mm-hmm. So every game has a game winner and things like that. Every game is technically dramatic because you, you know what your end goal has to be. Mm-hmm. So he feels like the fourth quarter was heavily influenced by the big three. Yeah. I think the fourth quarter was heavily influenced by the TBT. Yeah. Definitely by the TBT. Yeah. I don't think that had a lot to do with the big three. Um, CP3 got that idea and presented it to the commissioner in 2018. Yeah. So that with him now, true enough, I think the big three has been doing that fourth quarter since 2017 like yeah, that. Yeah, so, came, in, so. came in in 2016 with the rules and saw a play in 2017. Yeah, but I think the way that the NBA and the big three probably needs to come together as one because this is something that can – Get the big three rolling, like maybe a retiree league for some of the biggest, like the biggest stars mm-hmm. in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So you put them to boom. You say, hey, Dwayne Wade, we have a game in Miami. You come out and you play just in Miami, mm. or you got VC maybe playing in Toronto, or VC maybe playing I don't know New Jersey, Brooklyn, Jersey, whatever. Yeah. Case. Dirk in Dallas. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and make hard. it just one game for each one of those players, yeah. and then come together as one man. Because I know the whole point of what big the big three is? Ice Cube is trying to get this bought out. Like that's the whole point of career, like that's a business. business. That's a business exactly. idea, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can sell that to the yeah. NBA, and this works. I mean, yeah. the three hundred three aspect of it. You got people like Joe Johnson, whose games matured and mm. probably not for the NBA anymore, Mm-mm. but can flourish still in the big three and make 
splashes because you still want to watch and see him do his thing. You know what I mean? I think he has a point. You know, his whole thought process with going with that route was that there was no garbage time, like mm-hmm. every minute counted. Yep. And But the problem is, though, sometimes when you're the first to do something, you're the first through the door, you don't always get the credit that you feel that you deserve. Mm-hmm. Drake said it best, though. It ain't who did it first, it's about who did the best. And when you got LeBron and Greek Freak and these cats doing it, it's just on a bigger level. You can't compete. But if you know, you know. Shout out to Cube. Yeah, shout out to Cube, man. Shout out to Cube. I, I know that Cube is looking long-term with this, and I think the long-term play is selling it. And the best way to sell it is that. package it with the NBA. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Let's keep it in the NBA. After a brief tenure, John Beeline is leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers as head coach. The Cavaliers are promoting associate head coach J.B. Bickerstaff to become the full-time head coach. The 67-year-old coach left Michigan and signed a five-year contract with Cleveland that included a team option for a final season, a deal that paid him $4 million per year. Beeline left more than $12 million on the table to work in the front office for the rest of the 2020 NBA season. Did the Cavs make the right decision? Absolutely. Uh, they blew it, though, by signing him to begin with. That was risky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had yep. no professional head coaching experience. Oh. You know, but, hey, shout out to him. He got pushed straight to the front of the class. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was trash, though. He even had Kevin Love, who's normally laid back. He even had him wilding out on the court, yeah. acting out. But the, the franchise is in shambles. They drafted mm-hmm. two point guards back-to-back with high picks. They don't know what they're doing in the front office. Mm-mm. Clearly hiring him, they don't know what they're doing, so – you know, uh, if I was Beeline, I'd notice what's going on and take the bread and skate too. Yeah, no, nah, you got to skate. I think Beeline, he struggled with connecting to these young players. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. After he accidentally called them thugs, the team started playing Bone Thugs in Harmony throughout the uh, locker room. Thugs are yeah, thug, just, just yeah. really just trolling That's them. funny. <laughs> and he asked the Cavs to practice on Christmas Day. Come like, on, bro. Like, bro. <laughs> like, these are grown Trip. professional adults, with man. With families and Yeah, shit. with families. People aren't listening and trying to do stuff like that. Andre Drummond comes from Detroit and says this locker room is more toxic <laughs> than the Pistons was. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, team we got on, a coach, man. For sure. Y'all got a hell of a coach. But yeah. this team is on its fourth head coach in three years. And you have Kevin Love, like A.B. mentioned, and, and Tristan Thompson, both very unhappy. So, on top of that, you got Darius Garland and – Colin Sexton playing the same. This is yeah. a toxic. It's a dumpster fire. I'm going to tell you what the real problem is in Cleveland. Oh. Talk to me. They miss LeBron James. Well, oh, clearly. Uh, <laughs> That's the real problem. You're right. You like making that noise, huh? Nothing <laughs> gets past you. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he like making that noise, don't he? He like you know a trick or something. You missed the week. You sure did. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> I, I I guarantee I gotta laugh at that one. <laughs> 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 I guarantee though. Breaking news though, for real. Listen, man, 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 listen. Oh shit, the noise again. <laughs> he will be the next head coach of the Texas Longhorns. Cause Shaka is uh, Shaka gone. <laughs> Shaka Shaka gone. Shaka, I can't believe Shaka, Shaka, Shaka had a job that long. Shaka gone. So <laughs> no more NBA for B. Nah, he's done. He'll never do it. Nah, I'm sure. nah, he's too. He's too. He's too out of touch. Yeah, for he sure. won't see too much. He's too controlling for NBA players. Yeah, nah, he's not gonna work. One hundred percent. All right, let's take it to boxing, guys. Mm-hmm. Hometown, Nashville, Caleb, Sweet Hands Plant. Oh my God. Yes, yeah, that's the name, Sweet Hands. That's true. Sweet Hands. Sure. Uh, plant. Beat down game mandatory challenger Vincent. Viking butts. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Uh, for the entire fight until referee Malik 
Walid finally waved it off and stopped the fight in the 10th round of the PBC Championship main event, main event at our Bridgestone Arena. For sure. It was good to see big fights in Nashville for the first time, mm-hmm. I believe, in our lifetime, for sure. 100%. And, you know, Nashville came out to support. Yeah. He, Caleb had guaranteed a knockout. Mm-hmm. Definitely put on the show. Yeah. Came through with his guarantees. Now, Big fights are on the horizon for Caleb. This is his second defense of his IBF super middleweight title. Mm-hmm. Big fights are on the horizon. Do we have a super superstar on our hands here in Nashville? And not with the nickname Sweet Hands. That's going to be rough. <laughs> he got to switch that up a little bit. But he's young. Very and young. Um, Starlito, the rapper, shout out yeah. to my guy, he yeah. told me two years ago, he's like, man, it's this dude that's fighting named Caleb Plant, man. Yeah. He's really good. And I was like, yeah, so what were we talking about? And I just totally like brushed it off. We started talking about yeah. something else. And needless to say, man, you know, a couple of years later, yeah. we're sitting at uh, the Belmont game. He's like, hey, man, remember that dude I was telling you about, yeah. Caleb Plant? Well, dude, he's fighting at Bridgestone. I was yeah. like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. So him being 27 years old and um, the way that he brought the city out, I think he's going to be a solid representation of the state of Tennessee. The only thing that I worry about is that nickname. We got to get a cooler mm. Just something that's a little <laughs> bit more marketable. I don't, I don't even know. Is something he, we just need a little bit more marketable. I'll glad you, Jeff. Is he ready for Triple G and all them? Uh, Canelo is, is a prospect for his next fight. Mm-hmm. I don't think it happens because he's PBC and Canelo is. Is he ready for him DZ. Yes. Mm. Really? Hand speed is crazy. Yeah, that's what Hand they speed is crazy. That's why they call him sweet hands. Crazy yeah. hand speed. It's not the best, though. It's not He's been fighting until like from Ashland City. Yeah, 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 you yeah. gotta fight in Nashville City. You gotta put your hands up. But I just need a more marketable nickname. Yeah, hey, no. I, I like him though. I looked this stuff up. I'm not a big fan of boxing, but I looked him up for the show. <laughs> and he got like a story and everything, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. I know he lost his daughter not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. His mom got his killed mom. by the police. Yeah. And it, like he got like an origin story yeah. Yeah. of a fighter. So yeah, definitely a fighter story. Exactly. Yeah. It all makes sense. Yeah. And he giving me Travis Kelsey swag. Like he not Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like he's not trying too hard. Oh yeah, he got one. He, yeah. he, he got invited to the cookout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he bring out your dad? down there. That's <laughs> real. <laughs> Count me in, man. Shout out Caleb, man. I'm here for you. That's true. That makes Sweet sense. hands. Put some respect on his name. Nah, I got some respect for his name. I just seen a little bit more marketable. Yeah. for sure. <laughs> Before we get started with halftime, let's talk the NFL. <laughs> There's a new policy being floated around for approval for the NFL Players Association that revolves around marijuana. Uh-oh. Now, NFL players would no longer face the possibility of being suspended from games just for testing positive for marijuana under the new proposed CBA approved by team owners, which was circulated to the players on Thursday. Now, the policy would also reduce the number of players subject to testing for cannabis and narrow the window when tests can be administered current from four months to just two weeks at the start of training camp. Can this work in the NFL? I hope so. Mm. I, do. I know Josh Gordon is pissed Ooh. off right now. You hear me? It's a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, a day late. Yeah. But the yeah, thing about it is they're losing that fight with CTE. And you have so many players who lean on marijuana and things like medical marijuana and things like that just to help them walk mm-hmm. and make it through the week for the next game mm. or after football. And you're seeing tests show that medical marijuana helps and assists in keeping people living a normal life. They can't keep fighting this. Sure. They got to go with it, especially if you want to keep this sport upright and running like yeah. you wanted to. Yeah, But they say, they say the CT numbers are down like after like 
2010. Man, have you read Larry Johnson uh, Twitter feed? Yeah, for sure. CTE is real. <laughs> it's real. It's, yeah, and it's working. Larry Johnson Twitter feed is nuts. Yeah, I think a little bit of AB out there with a little CTE. Oh, yeah, too. AB too. Yeah, yeah. no, for really? sure. Until you start being able to determine CTE when people are alive. Yep. That's that's the only thing. Yep. Because you don't know what these guys are going through until, God forbid, they pass away. Yeah, they're catching up with the Joneses, though. MLB took weed off of their banned substance list in, in December, and mm-hmm. the whole country is about to be. Legal, give it about five years, so they just kind of catching up. Yeah, I mean, you got hockey also and soccer. So, testing for weed, I think, is a dated thing. It's like testing for alcohol. Now, if you have 33 states plus the District of Columbia where cannabis is legal for medical purposes, these guys, like Jeff mentioned, yeah. are self medicating with pills. Yeah. So, they need something to kind of help out. Why not, man? Like Jeff says, every week, man, we talk about football. It's a car wreck car every wreck. game, dog. So I just hope the NFL doesn't use this as a bargaining chip. Ooh. Of course they are. For the CBA. For the CBA. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. This ain't going to help Greg Robinson, though. Damn. Hell no. Nah. They're going to help Greg Robinson. Robinson. Listen, gonna help you want to talk about a yellow box? We couldn't Listen. even use that. First off, okay, what's worse? Greg Robinson might get that compared to the Jackson State. No, Greg Press. Robinson need like the big pack from like Sam's, that, where it's like <laughs> it's like ten boxes in Robinson, one. Like he gets his own. Like it might be his yeah his own memorial. Yeah, trophy. What was sure. he thinking? We don't know if he was thinking. I don't. I, I don't think, think yeah. he was thinking. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. He flew uh-huh. the Uber driver out. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, Greg Robinson was a former left tackle for the Cleveland Browns yeah. who had dreams of being Scarface, apparently. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, he got caught with 157 pounds of marijuana. Yikes. Come on, you Can't man. do it. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it the next week, but, man, yeah, shit, man. I don't know man. what the hell he was doing. He was trying to supply the entire NFL with weed. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> wanted to be the – he knew he was gonna, his contract's going to be meh. Yeah. So he figured, you know what? Y'all come out at your boy. If he would have known these rules was going to change, he could have linked up with the NFL and kind of worked something <laughs> on legal to yeah, I just don't know if he was me? thinking. Yeah, that just wasn't the smartest move. For His sure. hype music had to be Yo Gotti or something. What's going on with him? <laughs> no, he no. Drive, driving with that amount in a car? Come on, man. It's wild. That's just From like Mexico? Dude, you got it. You're the top <laughs> 16 five, five my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're a top five pick, dude. Like, why wouldn't you have somebody to go do that for you? That's nuts. Shit, why were you doing it at all, period? That too. Great point. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's do it. Let's go. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it. Now, the NFL will hold a combine for HBCU players as well as others not invited to the original combine in Indianapolis. On Sunday, March 27th, after the Miami Dolphins health training facility, the NFL will include draft eligible athletes who were not invited to the combine and do not have college eligibility performance in the combine. This will also include players from the International Player Pathway Program. What the hell is that? I don't know anything I would have that. to. I'm going to lean on you on that one. Okay. <laughs> that was due. This <laughs> event will also highlight some stars from HBCU programs who probably have not played on the national stage, of course, which is great news for the HBCU student-athlete everywhere. Can this work for HBCU schools? Now that there's a now that there's a clear path to where you can show that you can still make the NFL, mm-hmm. I guarantee you it helps those student athletes who are going somewhere and may get clocked. Mm. Instead of going somewhere, you know you can get clocked. Yeah, ten percent of the mean? entire NFL are HBCU players, man. I just hope the real scouts show up to this, not right. the Colin Kaepernick scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not those, you know, to see these guys play. Send the real scouts. That's funny you say that. I was going to say it's always a good side to a story and a bad side. The bad side to this story is 
nobody goes to the combine no more. The coaches, like you, the big coaches don't even go no more. I can respect that, but one thing about talent though, is even if they're not there, they're gonna they're gonna look at those tapes. So if you see a kid doing a four three four four a DN yeah. or something like that, a linebacker or or running back, you need, you can never have too many backs or something like that, or a quarterback make a throw. You wait a minute, who is this kid? Right, is he yeah. able to do that? It, but it just he, jumps off the film. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go. Go, go, go. I'm just saying, like, if you if you, and then speaking from historical standpoints, you know, we are we both went to the gold, land of the gold and sunshine. Mm-hmm. If you think about your favorite HBCU, they probably have more Hall of Famers than your favorite college. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, no, for sure. So this could be the start of getting kids back to going to HBCUs and wanting to, you know, just they can see that that pipeline the way they want to go as a professional to play football. And you can look at some of these players: Darius Leonard, Tariq Cohen. Both coming from HBCUs, yes, playing at a high level. But I always talk about HBCU players, and I always mention Amir Hall, quarterback of Towson, who did not get a fair shake. Broke all black college records, two-time national black college yes, athlete sir. of the year. He goes to the senior bowl, gets five snaps the entire that game. That was low. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a low point of HBCU because this is your best player. Yeah. Two years in a row, yeah. and he gets five snaps in the senior bowl. But um, who's the quarterback at the time two years ago? The exact, I'm going to tell you the person that got more snaps. It was Will Greer. He got 22 snaps, and Amir Hall got five. So this gives these guys a fair shake. I just hope that they give them a chance and bring out the real scouts to help these kids. Amir Hall, he needs to go to XFL. Man, I don't know what Amir Hall is doing, man, but he was a dog at Towson, 6'4". You need to tweet him and tell him to go to XFL. You said 10% of the league is from HBCU? 100%. What's the goal then? What's the percentage goal that, that you think it need to be realistically? If they can play, I mean, just getting it closer to 20%. Because I'm telling you, some of those players in the HBCU pipeline can actually play. They just don't have any film that's getting to NFL. And I think the goal is bigger than the NFL. To me, I mm-hmm. think the goal is being able for those kids to start new traditions and building up the facilities in the HBCUs mm-hmm. and making them cool it's again money. to go to. Yeah, man. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you if if you went to one, if you've attended the classics or mm-hmm. the circle, you know, whatever they're called. Lit. Exactly. Yeah. Right? But people go for the band. Yep. But if you can somehow rebuild those football programs or sports programs, period, and make them the cool things to do, next thing you know, you got another powerhouse on your hands. Sure, man. Let's go, man. HBCUs, man. Let's, and the NFL, man, that's dope that they're actually doing that. Uh, this has something to do with Jay Z, I guarantee. Mm. So hold. <laughs> no argument. Let's get started with the second half, fellas. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half. Who wore it best, man? I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Where's what it do? Now, how does your boy Animal Brown? All right. 90 years ago, the New York Yankees became the first professional sports team to permanently wear numbers on their uniforms, mm. which got us thinking, thanks to the cameraman, with a great idea about the greatest basketball players who wore some of the most popular jerseys. Now, where would basketball be without number 23? We already know who the best player is to wear number 8 and 24, but Ooh. who's the greatest to ever rock number 3? And so on and so on. Now, several of these greats share the same numbers. And for certain numbers, it is also impossible to choose one top athlete. So we're taking a stab at it by debating the top 11 most popular jerseys in NBA history. <laughs> FSP Always FSP style. Let's kick it off with the criteria, which Weezy came up with. Shout out to Weezy. Shout out to you, boy. For sure. The number one criteria. Individual awards. Mm. Number two, team success. And last but not least, cultural impact. 
for sure. I guess skills are in there somewhere too, right? That would be individual <laughs> awards because you have to have skills to yeah. get individual, individual awards. awards. Uh, I okay. All right. So on today's podcast, we would choose the two finalists. And throughout the week, the followers on the IG page will choose the winner for each jersey number by using the criteria mentioned. Without further ado, let us kick it off with jersey number zero. <laughs> and the participants, first person is Gilbert Arenas. Number two is Dame Lillard. And last but not least, Russell Euthadius Westbrook. Mr. Why Not? For sure. Why not? Now I do what I want. Let's pick two <laughs> winners for this jersey number. Let's kick it off. Who wants to go and say they're two? I'm a, can I preface this with? Listeners. Say it too. Just no, listeners. I promise you, I'm gonna be calm this episode. <laughs> Shout out to being calm. Be I got calm. listen. Me and Weezy had a tiff, yeah. which it, it really wasn't a tiff. It wasn't a tiff. It wasn't a tiff. Yeah. But so many people was like, "Dude, like, what's going on?" <laughs> and that, and we have to thank that to the cameraman because hey. he doesn't edit <laughs> anything. He just lets it fly. <laughs> Everything that shows up shows up. So my two selections for the jersey mm-hmm. for number zero will be Dame Time, Dame Lillard, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. From the Logo series, Paul George himself. They had a lot of do. Russ caught a lot of that, bro. Yeah, he didn't catch the series ball, though. Caught a lot of that, He didn't catch the series ball, though. That's what damn sure didn't happen. All right. And the only MVP mm-hmm. to wear number zero on this list, Russell, as you say, you that is, Westbrook. For sure. All right. I will go with Gilbert Arenas, oh a.k.a. Agent Zero, the 2003 Most Improved Player and a three-time All-Star who revolutionized the zero. Who was wearing zero before Gilbert Arenas? Can anybody answer that question? Tony Orlando Woolwich. Nobody of an importance. Mm-mm. It nobody. was double zero before he was. Yeah, so sure. Nobody even wore the single zero. It was double zero. Orlando Woolwich. What? Nobody Who? of importance. <laughs> Shout out to Orlando Woolwich, but nobody <laughs> of importance rocked that zero. Gil was the first person to play in low top sneakers. Oh, my God. 100%. His, the Gil won. Look at the Gil Chill Zero One, dude. Oh, ain't nobody cop those. Dude, bro. those are fire. No and impact. they're low top. So do you, have a, do you have a pair? I do not. They're I don't not. own a lot of basketball uh, Adidas, though. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Have Gilbert Arenas and also have Dame Lillard in the golden age of zeros. He took the championship belt among active players. If I'm starting a team tomorrow, give me Dame Lillard. Yeah, you know, that's sure. cap, big sure. cap records. So, yeah. oh, before we go any further, yeah. so it's, it's the four of us mm-hmm. that we take the, the, the cumulative of our votes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They'll right. get the two. Cool. Okay. All right, cool. All right, cool. Yeah, don't worry. Gilbert Reedus yeah. won't make it. Cool. Don't worry about it. Um, sure. The only thing Man. that Gilbert, only thing they got on them, he got the coolest nickname with the hibachi. That, that was hard it's when he was cooking. Impact. That was tough. Yeah. That's where it ends. It's clearly Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook. Shout out to West, Russell Westbrook. We never thought we'd see a triple-double average in a season. He did it back-to-back. That was nuts. Dame Lillard is in his prime right now, putting up crazy numbers. He got to go a little bit deeper in the playoffs, but he's still already done more than Gilbert Arena. So this is an easy call, Dame Lillard, Russell Westbrook. What's the criteria? Number you know, one. Come on, let's do it. Let's I, thought do it came up, I thought you came up you with it. You came up with it. He, on, did, he did. Individual awards is number one. Individual awards is number one. Yeah, yeah. Arenas ain't awarded. He ain't got, he ain't got, he he got three all stars. He got two all star game MVPs, Jay. Yeah, that's, that don't that's matter. Easy oh, okay, remember you said that. <laughs> remember you said that. <laughs> no, remember you, <laughs> said, remember you <laughs> said appearances like they mean something. No, no. I remember, I remember that. Remember two all star game MVPs. Go ahead. 
Has Gilbert made it to the finals? Heck no. Eastern Conference Finals. No. <laughs> has he made it to the finals? No, he no, okay. no, he no. Okay. No, no, Russell no. Westbrook has. Yep. Cultural impact. Out of these three, let's Clearly. keep it a bean, though. Clearly. Let's keep it a bean now. Clearly. Let's keep it a bean. Gilbert Arenas is the most <laughs> cultural impact player on this list. No, it's, Rus- it's Russell Westbrook with the fashion. Nobody Westbrook cares Jay. about his fashion. He's just he's just he's just on the cover. Let of me DQ. say let me say about gentlemen's quarterly monthly. Gibbons just ain't played long enough. He wasn't good. It's too much off the court. He's more for me for that. He for me, bringing the ratchet to work. For me, that's just me, and that's that's all I'm saying about Gilbert. He's more popular now that he's off, and that he doesn't hoop, and he's on social media <laughs> than he was when he hooped. No, it's, it's, dude, everybody, nobody talks about it, but Gilbert Arenas was a very, very influential player. Dog. Who did? Who wore it because of him? Who has ever came out and said, "Man, the reason I'm wearing zero is because of Gilbert Arenas." But nobody. That's the that's the thing. Nobody realizes nobody was wearing zero before him. No, nobody he, cared. He was Agent Zero, dog. That's true. He was agent. He had no, a nickname. I, I, I get that. That's yeah, fair. Cool. But he was. That was the name Who's of his shoe that nobody rocked. My two, Dame Lillard. No, nah, Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, Dame Lillard was Westbrook. I would have walked out, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been that would have been wild. Yeah, I'd have called. I'd have called. Let's lift the show. Easy <laughs> call, right there. Anyway, we brought it down to the fact that Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double for a season, three straight seasons. That's nuts. But he also led the league in turnovers with that too. So and Gilbert Arenas also brought a pistol to work. What they got to do with basketball? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with basketball. I'm just, you just bring up stuff that had nothing to do with anything. Turnovers has everything to do with basketball, dog. What are you talking MVP. about? It's a long show. Oh, for sure. Jersey number one, the participants are Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway, and Chris Bosh. Nice tough. Who wants to go first for their two? This might be one of the toughest categories, tough. but I, I have to go. I got to go Penny Hardaway. I know it's rough. A career cut short by injuries, but his impact was so heavy mm-hmm. in, the, in the time that he did hoop. And then I got to go Chris Bosh because he's the only one. That, well, He's got a ring out of those three. I'm going with McGrady and Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny just didn't play long enough for me. I'll go Trace McGrady. I mean, he's the only Hall of Famer in this bunch. Mm-hmm. First battle Hall of Famer, which is nuts to me. Mm. Um, Chris Bosh will be a Hall of Famer. He Bosch. will be, but yeah. Trace McGrady was first battle. First battle, yeah. that's true. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. so that's that was controversial when it happened, though. He's the, he's, the, he's the bar for me from now on. Mm-hmm. He's first ballot. That's fair. Yeah, he's the bar. So Trace McGrady, because the first thing we mentioned was individual success. That's got to mean something. That's true. And then team success was second. Chris Bosh got a ring. Penny played in the chip, but he didn't win it. And Chris Bosh has a ring, so it had to be Chris Bosh and Trace McGrady for me. Um, Chris Bosh has the most all-star appearances Anybody in his jersey number He also Is the only person with a championship That plays meaningful basketball Penny Hardaway did but his career was cut short As well but the cultural impact Like AB mentioned before Ooh. It's got to be Penny Hardaway And Tracy McGrady T-Mac man Transcended talent Seven time all-star Seven time all-NBA player Two time scoring champ mm-hmm. Never played meaningful basketball But Kevin Durant came out and said, I built my game after T-Mac. So, you don't hear a lot of people. You know, there's people that look like Chris Bosh and play like Chris Bosh, but the way that people love Penny Hardaway compared to the way with Chris Bosh, I got Penny Hardaway and T-Mac, man. Tiebreaker. I think everybody everybody has two votes. All right, Tiebreaker, who jersey are you buying first? T-Mac. Well, Penny, I'm buying Penny's jersey first. Yeah, Penny. I'm buying Penny's jersey Yeah, Penny's jersey Penny's cultural impact is higher than everybody else. So, I I assume that the cultural impact would be between, you do the mark-off between Anthony Hardaway and Chris Bosh, I assume, right? Because T-Mac's a lock. T-Mac's on everybody's list. Yeah, I think T-Mac is a lock. Yeah, Yeah. T-Mac's a lock. T-Mac's a lock. So, 
Okay. He wasn't so, on my list, but it's all good. Yeah, he was, He had Penny. And, uh, but he had three. But I'm saying the major, us three all yeah, 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 had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, He's yeah, in yeah. there for yeah, sure. T-Max so, in. So individual awards, you got to go with, with Bosch. He Bosch got the ring. Yeah. He got no, the ring. He, well, he got the team success. He got Chris Bosch has two over Penny. That's over true. Penny. He has the individual yeah. and he has the team success. Penny yeah. just has the culture impact. That's yeah. true. It's two to one. It's got to be Bosch. Bosch. That's why I say it's the hardest one to me. Yeah. Because with the criteria we have. That's what I was thinking. Dang, man. That's rough. Yeah. Oof. All right. Let's move right along to jersey number three. And the participants, this is going to be a knockdown drag out. It's number one is Allen Iverson. Number two is CP3. And number three is Dwayne Wade. AB, you're going first. Yeah. Who you got for year two? I lied and said that the number one was going to be the toughest jersey. <laughs> this is clearly the hardest one. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'm going to go. D, I'm gonna go D Wade number one uh, because he's got back to back. Actually, he's got three rings, right? Yeah. Three rings compared to zero to everyone else. I I, I can't even. Yeah, D Wade's a lock. Yeah, that, that he's got to be a lock. Top five shooting guard of all time. Early. Yeah, D Wade's a lock. Um, I, he made a mistake of rapping on the song with Rick that Ross this week. That should bring him down. That's gonna take him down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if AI didn't rap, he wouldn't have empowered D Wade to do this goofy shit too. So mm-hmm. I, it's it's a wash at that point. Yeah. D Wade's a lock. Between AI and CP3, I got to go CP3 because he's, what, 36? How old is 34 right 35, now? 35. 34, mm-hmm. 35. Still he's catching oops. I got to go CP3 and D-Wade, even though this is extremely difficult. <laughs> CP3 by a hair. It's by a hair, but ain't no question. It's a hair. Man, give me uh, Dwayne Wade, the thing that makes D-Wade – so special at the two guard position <laughs> is that he has oh shit I'm crying dog that's so funny whoo he has three all defensive second team awards and he has a scoring championship and he has an all star game MVP <laughs> and he's a three time champion and he's also a finals MVP so Dwayne Wade is a lock the thing is that makes me put CP3 over Allen Iverson and it's it's a it's a it's a legitimate case. His 10 NBA All-Star appearances, mm. and he's on seven all-defensive teams. Allen Iverson does not have one all-defensive team selection. He has seven <laughs> all-defensive teams. Chris Paul might make the All-Star team next year. And he, he's led the league in assists four times. Um, yeah, Chris Paul and Dwayne Wade for me. Who you got, bro? I had Dwayne Wade and Allen Iverson. Okay. okay. Uh, the reason why I took Allen Iverson over Chris, over Chris Paul. She ain't even close. <laughs> Well, who you got? Talk to him, Jeff. Talk to him, big man. First of all, the first thing y'all said was individual performance. Am I correct? Individual awards. Yeah, individual awards. Nobody yeah. on this list has an MVP. Oh. You said all-star appearance. He got more all-star appearances than the other person you mentioned. Am I correct, cameraman? Yes, yes, sir. All right. <laughs> you said that person also has one all-star game MVP. AI has two. So that's two, I believe. I was never that great at math, though. Mm-hmm. But two is better than one. How on Al Gore's internet are we going <laughs> to sit here and say... Two is not better than one. Stop. <laughs> let's just stop this. Let's just, let's just, let's just be honest. At some point, we got to be honest. There's nobody on the list that beats him in cultural impact. None. You got Then Chris Paul has never, and I mean never, played in the NBA Finals. Bro. How? The point is, so if you go through everything, right, Chris Paul has 10 all-star appearances. 11. AI has 11. Has 11, right? CP has seven all-defensive teams and eight all-NBA teams. Where in the hell, if if you're putting a player together, you have to play defense, right? And if you're going out here doing what he's doing, he has to play defense. AI has three times him being a steals leader. Three? 
Chris Paul has led the league in steals six times. Six. Four times he's led the league in assists. He also has an all-star game MVP. One. But the thing is, Allen Iverson has zero. And when I say not one, he has zero all defensive teams. So if you're looking at a cumulative or thing that's regarding individual awards, Chris Paul plays offense and defense. That gives him individual What's awards. the highest individual award you can win in the NBA? <laughs> you're talking about one award, That's dog. the biggest award you can win. It's the what? biggest damn award you can win. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> How many defensive first teams does uh, MVP equal? MVP equals I'm better than you at any time. Bro, he, at bro, any time. CP has nine all-defensive teams. Team success. Nine. Who you got, who you got team success? CP3 CP3 ain't never played in the final. Ain't never, ain't never put a team on his back and played in the final. Think never of, in his life. When as he, far as meaningful basketball, I think CP3 has played more meaningful basketball than AI. Meaningful, and when I say AI that, ran against the number, the best team that we ever seen in our life. And other than the Super Duper Warriors, won one game, bro. Nobody else won, won any won game. game. Nobody else won any okay, game. He won that game. Think about this though: How many people have Chris Paul got paid as far as team success? How many people have CP got paid? You talking about? Like, no, about I'm saying I'm asking a question. You're talking a about teammate. Teammates. Okay, who makes their teammates better? Why do we know who Aaron McKee, oh, Eric Snow, Kevin Ollie, Theo Ratliff, <laughs> Tyrone Hill? Why do we know who those people are? Because they played with Ellen Iverson. Because the East was weak. But they played with Ellen Iverson. Hey, you got Chris Paul did get David West paid, Dick Capella, Tyson uh, Chandler, Tyson Chandler, DeAndre uh, Jordan, and Blake all, Griffin. He was the number one pick, though, so. He got all of them paid. Wait, what? Even. <laughs> What do you mean? It's all lob games with CP. You see so how he got this team? Allen Iverson is not impacting the game like CP does, dog. There's no way. He's on the Hall of Fame on that list. I right. He's the only Hall of right. Fame. We can't, we can't pull those he's guys. He's the, he's the because he's the before. oldest, Jeff. Now, that's bad math. You want to talk about some bad math? math? Is he oldest? <laughs> he's the oldest. Did, did Iverson win a scoring title? CP's never averaged over 20 points. What are you well, talking about? He can't get no buckets. <laughs> My boy get buckets. He's led the league My in boy a, get buckets. Okay, how many times has, has Allen Iverson led the league in assists? No. You know how many times CP He's has? a point guard. Four times. They, what is, <laughs> He's a point guard. What are no, you supposed to do? Hey, so I shoot somebody got to make a decision. So who, hold on, who is your two? Two is Allen Iverson and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade makes Dwayne Wade's in. Uh, Dwayne Wade's in. So we, it's between CP3 and Allen Iverson. Two top five shooting guards and a top 12 point guard. He's a top five shoot point guard in NBA history, dog. What uh, the hell are you talking wow, about? Wait, wait, wait. CP3, wait, nobody wait. has accolades. Top five point guard in NBA history. That's rough. Book that. That's first rough. team. First team. I was witching to it. First ballot Hall of Fame. It ain't even no question. I think AI they suffers. AI suffers a little bit from what Penny just had. He his cultural impact is so big that it's bleeding a little bit over into the court. And you know, I understand that he has a big cultural impact. Rules for AI. How is this? What world am I living in right now? How are y'all letting this happen? hundred percent. I think team success has a lot to do with CP3 because nobody plays better playing with Allen Iverson. One person don't play a lick of defense. We go anywhere in this world. We go anywhere in this world. Ain't nobody in their life starting a team with Chris Paul over Allen Iverson. Like, that's not true, man. Because you got no, nobody with nobody with basketball IQ. <laughs> I, do, I guarantee nobody I can. I guarantee IQ. I can call five basketball. I bet people. I can call twenty. <laughs> I can call twenty people that yeah. ride with that too. Man, what are you idiots. <laughs> if this is not your favorite basketball player, you don't. You're, you're blind to the fact not, that no, he no, plays no. a zero. The criteria zero. that we set up is not. This it doesn't make sense. 
Nan don't make sense. No, what I'm saying is it doesn't make sense for it to be an argument. That's why I said. Because the highest award that you can have is an MVP. But that's one thing, dog. It's one thing. CP by hair. All-star appearances. You brought up all-star game MVPs, and he got him beating all those. And he played in the finals. CP3 has never played in the finals. He's the t- he took his team to their finals. I got a great idea. It's the listeners. We don't have fans. And we'll say who between those two, and then nah. we'll play against D-Wade. Nah. Horseshit. I mean that's 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 when you bring in your great basketball minds, yeah. No, I'm not. I don't gotta stack the. I don't gotta stack the field for the Florida Gators like you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that's the only way we're gonna get past it because that's you just, have these 20 people. Make sure you have I'm all not, 20 I'm not, I'm not of your friends. I'm not gonna do it. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna saying, do it. Nigga average 27 points a game. What as a career? I average. think Jeff, that's what that's, that's a fair way to. Talk. It's not that's fair, a, bro. That's the, that's the only fair way to do it. So um, it's easy. Let's right move on to Jersey number 11. Which is Isaiah Thomas, Yao Ming, and Clay Thompson. Who are your two Wheezy? Isaiah. No, I'm saying because it's rough. No, I know. I went with Yao and Clay Thompson. What? <laughs> Look, here yeah, we go. Huh? You let me. You let me down right now, Wheezy. Don't know. I pick Isaiah Thomas. Yes. Sad, bro. Half quarter, one of the greatest backcourts of all time. Dream team. Listen, Zeke was on Dream Team too, not Dream. I mean Dream Team one, excuse. I mean two, cause, yeah, because of the Mike beef. Yeah. It's all good. He should have been on the damn Dream Team. Uh, but Isaiah Thomas and I gotta go. I go Clay Thompson over Yao Ming. Yeah, I got to cultural. Uh, yeah, yeah, his cultural impact is nuts because he got China yeah. in, in his back pocket. But uh, yeah. rings, stats, buckets. I'm gonna go Clay Thompson, and he's still doing it. Yeah, I got Isaiah Thomas for everything that the guys mentioned prior. And my mm. next pick would be Klay Thompson. Um, he's a three-time NBA champion, five-time All-Star, uh, All-NBA third team, and first-team All-Defense second team. So um, the thing is with Yao, it's kind of a short stack because he didn't play the full career that we would want him to play. But Yao in his time, man, was a dog. He was a complete dog. You know, Yao's in a uh, Hall of Fame, of course, Isaiah Thomas is, and I think Klay Thompson will also be. Jeff, what you got? Mm. Uh, Isaiah Thomas and Clay Thompson. That's an easy call. Yeah, so there it is. All right. Isaiah Thomas, let's move right along. Let's move on to jersey number 13. We have James Harden, Steve Nash, and Paul George. We'll kick it right back to UAB. Who you got kicking off with your two? All right, on my list, I'm going to go James Harden and Paul George. Those are the two that I'm going to go with. Woo, okay. Um, I have James Harden. And which, you know, I think, you know, again, I'm not the biggest fan of um, James Harden, but as far as how he's impacted the game, he's an MVP, eight-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA first team, two-time scoring champ, and he's an assist leader. The next person, of course, would be, for me, Steve Nash, one of the most efficient basketball players in NBA history, two-time MVP, eight-time All-Star, and he's the first person to do 50-40-90 four times. That's insane. The MVPs was capped, though. Yeah, but he has two MVPs. So was Russell Westbrook's and James Harden. Mm. I wouldn't argue that. It's a yeah. clear person that we could have gave them to Steve Nash's too, though. That's not true. Kobe one Bryant. of them, one of them was Kobe's. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean Tim Duncan was supposed to. Jason Kidd was supposed to get one of Tim Duncan. So if we do that, we're doing a lot of different movements. They just don't wear 13, though. Yeah, for sure, 100. <laughs> percent So I have Steve Nash and James Harden. What about you, Weez? You know, I went James Harden for sure. For sure. And I went Steve Nash. 
Nashy Nash. What about you, Jeff? Uh, James Harden won the MVP, the highest individual award you can have. So obviously James Harden is over. Who was the other guy? Paul, some PG thirteen guy, whatever. And then Steve Nash, of course, because he has two of them. So yeah. highway robbery. Yeah. So you just basing yours off MVP? I'm basing mine off the criteria. Yeah, just off MVP. Off the criteria. Individual, individual awards award. is not the individual it's award. The highest individual award. Individual individual award you can get. That means assist leaders, steals, defense, you all know, NBA. When something trumps something else, you ain't got to go into it because Paul George ain't got nothing on that level. Paul George actually does. He has. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> He has six all-star appearances. That's five all-NBA appearances. And he's four-time all-NBA defensive team. First team. Let's go, PG. Yeah, so, I mean, he has some individual awards. Yeah, James Harden and Steve Nash. Yeah, it is. For sure. Yeah, yeah. it is. So, all that to say, James yeah, Harden, Steve Nash. I'm just saying, I was just making sure the listeners understand that we're not just talking about an individual award because if we go back to that, Dwayne Wade should move on because he don't have any MVPs. Bro. I said that. You know, but, I mean. You know. I mean, if he, he doesn't have one. I mean, so it's a lot of people on this list that don't have MVPs. And that's why, Charles Barkley has one. And that's why we're debating it. That's, that's why, why we're debating it. That's why when they go against somebody who does, it's somebody who excelled at the highest level for, for that particular one year. season. For that, but that's what I'm trying to say. For that particular season, that has to weigh more than other things. Your little, your little bullshit defensive team don't mean nothing to a guy who taking his whole team to the chip. So defense, that don't mean nothing. So defense don't mean shit. Gotcha. Right, cool. <laughs> that little that little defensive team you made, that's yeah. good, bro. Yeah. I got this over here though. This is my team though. So making <laughs> making so a defensive player of the year doesn't matter. That's what you're saying. No, I didn't say that. Defensive player of the year does matter. Defensive player of the year matters. <laughs> defensive player of the year matters. Defensive te- all defensive team. I don't care about that. That's the best defensive player in the league. That matters. Being a part of the team. I don't care about that. It's like all star appearances. Bro, the defensive player of the year is on first team all defense, bro. <laughs> Let's move on. We already got next. Who we got? Who that, we that logic is fucking nuts. <laughs> um, jersey number fifteen is the next jersey. The participants are Carmelo Anthony, Vince Carter, and Latrell Sprewell. Jeff, we right back to you. No this MVPs in this one. Who is your two that you're rolling with? Uh, Culture impact brings Vince above everybody on this list. Mm. So I go with Vince. Then team success. Carmelo took his team to the Western Conference Finals in the West. Latrell Sprewell did play in the finals with the Knicks. Uh, individual success, go with Carmelo with the scoring titles and things like that. So I go Carmelo and Vince. Yeah, yeah I'm right with him. Carmelo and Vince. Latrell Sprewell got the short end of the stick on yeah, this matchup he, right here. So. He just looked what a number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just ain't. He just yeah. put a lucky number. Let me get 15. He yeah. cold, though, in them nah, spinning Spreewell wheels. Nice. He was Shout very cold. Culture <laughs> impact. He was the first person with braids in the entire NBA. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, the first yeah. person that choked his damn coach. He that too. But, yeah, I went with – I went with uh, um, Carmelo Anthony and uh, Vince. That's easy. Half man, half amazing. Yeah, not for sure. Vince has eight all-star appearances, a couple of all-NBA appearances, and, of course, Carmelo Anthony has ten all-star appearances, a couple of all-NBA appearances as well, and won a scoring championship as well. So, Melo and VC will move on. Let's move on to jersey number 21. This is Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Dominique Wilkins. That's a good one. Yes, yeah, sir. This is probably the toughest one. AB, who you got? All right, I'm going off rip Tim Duncan. I think Tim Duncan's the best power forward of all time. Mm. Um, not by a mile, but, you know, by, by a hair or two. Okay. Uh, he had a dynasty with the Spurs. Uh, you know, it's Tim Duncan. He ringed up, chipped up. Quiet game, the big fundamental. Then I'm going to go 
Kevin Garnett, teenager, came in the league, wrecked shit for hella years. Uh, finally got with a good team, got his ring game together. I like KG. Uh, with all due respect, Dominique Wilkins got a statue out front in the A, uh, but I got to go Tim Duncan and KG. Sure. I'm going with Kevin Garnett, uh, my first person championship, MVP, 15-time All-Star, Defensive Player of the Year, Defensive All-NBA seven times. Then you got to go Duncan, man. I think his accolades, as far as individual awards, something that's only close to him is Michael Jordan. Listen to this. Five championships, three finals MVPs, two MVPs, 15 all-star appearances, 10 all-NBA teams, and 15 all-defensive teams, which don't matter. So, Tim Duncan, <laughs> but never won defensive player of the year. How you win 15 all-defensive awards, but you've never been defensive player of the year is a mockery to his great career. So, Tim Duncan, KG, for sure for me. People used to throw the ball to Tim Duncan for game winners. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Just nuts. Yeah. Probably, one, probably the best. I'm about to go ahead, Wiz. I went with Tim Duncan, KG. Yeah, sure. I don't think it's even debatable. Hey, Dominique had a good run, but his accolades just don't, don't have ring. He had cultural impact, though. Yeah, hundred percent. That was it. Yeah, that's all he got because he yeah. don't he don't he don't measure up to what these two accomplished on the court. Yeah. So yeah. It's moving on to number twenty three. This is a special number because there's only two that you have here with LeBron James and Michael Jordan. <laughs> you put Harold Miner on. Um, so they both move on. They both move on. But who do you think? Because because at the end of this show, we're all gonna pick one person who we think should win. For each one. Oh shit. Mm. For sure. So it's um, not gonna be an argument, just gonna be their opinion. That's it. That's all. So um jersey number twenty three, who you guys have winning this one? This ain't fair. <laughs> I go I gotta go Mike, even though LeBron my boy. Yeah. I'm gonna go and I hate MJ. Yeah. But I I gotta go MJ. Yeah, for sure. And he won six no in the finals. You can't argue against that. LeBron you, changed teams LeBron's and impacted teams too. LeBron's yeah. a better teammate. Yeah. For sure. But you I mean, if you leave it to a vote, there's no way he's going to win a vote against Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael, jo- no Michael Jordan's the flip phone, LeBron James the iPhone. I think both of them got caught with uh, fatigue <laughs> in their position uh, throughout their years. I think LeBron James should have won maybe seven MVPs. Like Mike should have won maybe seven MVPs. Mike won four. They could have. Yeah, for sure. But it's just LeBron fatigue. It's Michael Jordan fatigue, yeah. for sure. So um, I have Michael Jordan. I'm winning this, not by a landslide, but it's pretty close, closer than people think. But as far as team success and cultural impact, it's nobody like Michael Jordan. 23 should be retired. 100%. I agree. Across the board? Yeah, I think so. Across the board. Let's move on to Jersey number 32, and the participants are Magic Johnson, Carl Malone, and Amari Stoudemire. Mm. Who wants to go first? Um, Even though Magic's glory days were before our cutoff of usually 94. Yeah, for sure. But – He's on Mount Rushmore basketball. Hundred percent. Him, Larry, Magic, and you can debate. Probably LeBron is the fourth person, but yeah, yeah, or Kobe, depending on where you're from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Magic, man, just control ruled the eighties. He and Larry Bird, and individual accolades, team six. He has everything, cultural impact. He has mm-hmm. everything on the board. Yeah. So you got to go with Magic. And as much as I don't want to, but the MVPs, the All Star game appearances, and just the over, top fifty greatest player ever is Karl Malone. It's got to be Carmelo. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with the mailman, uh, Carmelo, and I got to go. Magic. I watched a couple of Magic highlights the other day that they were running on NBA. T- hey, man, Magic was a dog. Yeah, I got Matt. Hey, don't sleep on Magic. Like he was cold. Showtime. Showtime. One through five. Easy. Playing one through five. He was nice with it. So I got to go. That's an easy call, Carmelo Magic Johnson. Sure. I'm feeling the exact same way, Carmelo. 
one of the most efficient basketball players, played for a very high level for a very long time. So I got Carl Malone and, of course, Magic Johnson. Not even close on my end. I'm, I'm right there with him. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Poor Amari. But Amari, listen, six-time All-Star, man. All-NBA first team, uh, four All-NBA second teams. Really good career. Just pales the comparison with Carl Malone. Second all-time in scoring. Yeah, he don't stand a chance. He don't see at this table. That's a tough one. Um, Jersey number 33 is up next, and our participants are Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird, and Patrick Elocious Ewing. Who wants Hmm. to go first? Where's Grant Hill at? Hmm? Why he on his list? Is he better than Patrick Ewing, yes. Larry Bird, or Scotty Pippen? He's better than Patrick Ewing. What? Oh, boy. Grant Hill ain't better than Patrick Ewing? No. He just didn't do enough. Uh, what did Patrick on, Ewing do? Come on, bro. Stop. Stop. Oh, what did Patrick Ewing do, dog? He got one of these? <laughs> did, we, did he get one of these and I ain't see it? When <laughs> did, did that happen? Did Grant Hill even play for one of those? <laughs> Pat played for two. Shit. <laughs> All right, now that's an easy call, man. I'm going Pip. Um, ringed up, chipped up, and when Jordan retired, Pip still played at a high level. A lot of people don't remember that. Yep. Absolutely. And of course, Larry Bird, Larry Legend, like you said, if we talking Mount Rushmore, his face is sure. highly likely to be on it. That's an easy call, and then Grant Hill a close third. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have <laughs> I have Larry Bird, who I still uh, argue maybe the I think the best forward ever. Uh, three straight MVP seasons, three NBA titles in between those. Just if Larry Bird played in or any time or any space in basketball, he would be a top five player. So LeBron would have baked him. Man, he would have baked LeBron ass right back. No, guaranteed. I don't think so. All right, Larry Bird was different, dog. Larry no, Bird I'm was different. saying I ain't saying he wouldn't have put up a fight. Yeah, Larry Bird's not there for defense. He'd have put Kevin Kidd out there to fight him for him. Nah, for That's sure. true. Yeah. Cheap shot him for yeah, him. Definitely. Him and Chief would have elbowed the hell out of LeBron. That's true. I got Larry Bird for sure, and of course, um, I gotta go Scotty right here, man. Six NBA championships. You got seven All Star appearances. He was All-Star Game MVP, which means a lot to some people. And, and one of the best three and D defenders <laughs> in NBA history. Uh, he invented the actual position. Anytime that you invent something, mm, something that you have to um, give somebody some credit for. So give me Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird. He invented the bouffant, too. That was a bad haircut. I'm going to go with Scottie Pippen. Yep. And I'm going to go with Patrick Ewan. Oh, my God. Now nah, I'm going to go with Bird. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Jeff. Save it for me. Got to say, um, Larry Bird, like we said about Magic, he's on the Mount Rushmore. I can go through all the accolades, but we'll be here forever talking about what Larry Bird accomplished in basketball, dream teams and MVPs and championship appearances and things like that. So I'm going to go with Larry Bird. The hardest thing, yes, Scotty has six rings, but Scotty was robbing to the Batman. Pat has two finals appearances as being Batman. That has to mean something. I mean, being the man on the team has to mean something other than defensive all defensive third, second team, the shit like that. You know what I mean? I can, throw, I can throw subtle team. ones too. I can throw subtle ones too. I'm good. I'm good with third words, baby. I can throw subtle ones too. But I'll go with Scottie Pippen just, just to, you know what I'm saying, just to be honest. Scottie Pippen, like like Jay said, he did create the three and D position. Uh, Pat was a great center though. Great okay. center, great Knicks teams. Sure. Go with Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird. Sure. Grant Hill drinks Sprite. And last but not least, <laughs> <laughs> the granddaddy of them all, Jersey number 34. And these participants are Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, and Hakeem the Dream. This is tough. Olajuwon. Very, very tough. This is tough. Only thing on, thing on this is a shoe in the Shaq. Uh, the shoe, I, I'm, I'm going Shaq number one for, sure. for yeah. the rings, the longevity, uh, rings with multiple teams. Dominant. I mean, obviously dominant. Rookie, from, his, from the day he came into the league, he was a savage. 
the guy that he didn't want no smoke with is. was <laughs> Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon, who was my second person. Uh, two back to back finals appearances. Uh, wait, no, yeah, did he go back to back? Back to back. back. Yeah, back to back. back. Uh, the Dream was a shit. Barkley's a goat, guys. Like we all know that. We understand no that. He was a savage. Put up buckets. You know what I'm saying? Boards. But it, he put a lot of numbers up, a lot of good stats, man. But he just the team success never quite got there. Jordan mm-hmm. was in his way, so I got to go Hakeem and Shaq. Sure, well it's close though. Jeff, who you got, man? Um, Shaq was dominant, but as as AB just said, the person who he didn't want no smoke with at all was Hakeem Olajuwon. So give me Hakeem Olajuwon over as the first person, and give me Shaq a second. Yep, sure. Both had both the back to back championships. I mean, Shaq had four, I believe, to end his career. Akeem yeah. had two back-to-back MVP as well. So, give me Akeem and Shaq. Does Akeem get those of Jordan play? Yes. One Hell no. Nah. He gets one of them. <laughs> he does not get one room. Yeah, mm. so, 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 the Bulls went eight straight. Yeah. 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 I honestly yeah. think Akeem went 100%. one of them. They yeah. never played the center. They never played the center the whole I mean, time. They played the weekly of the Bulls team. Yeah, but they beat the Hawks. They beat the Hawks. I mean, Ooh. they beat the Rockets every time. Luke Longley played. played center. <laughs> Yeah, Luke Long can't guard Akeem Olajuwon. No, he can't guard him, but yeah. it was a center out there, though. Yeah, no, man. Yeah. It was a center out there. Yeah. It, was, it was a uh, hypothetically speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I have Akeem Olajuwon, um, I think arguably the greatest foreign-born player in NBA history. Mm. Uh, with his all-defensive awards, block leaders, rebounding leaders, just an all-around player at the center position. Um, I think, in my eyes, the best center to ever play basketball is Akeem Olajuwon. And my second person is Shaq. Uh, for everything that we mentioned, Shaq was the most dominant player that we've seen in our time. Everything that he's did um, as far as, you know, championships and uh, just the way that he changed the game. There's nobody plays as hard and as dominant as Shaq in his prime. And even when he wasn't in his prime, he won a championship. So um, two numbers retired. So, yeah, give me Shaq. Culture impact Shaq, too, by the way. Culture impact Shaq. Maybe yeah. a little bit of Barkley, too, though. Yeah, Barkley but had the shoes. You know what I know? Cr- you know what that I was know? hard. That's a fact. By the time this all said and done, the best number 34 would be Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm. Will he have a ring, though? <laughs> he might. He'll have two. Mm. He been, he'll he have be, two. I don't know about that. He'll have two. Shout to Barkley in the Hall of Fame for media and as a player, too. That's dope. Yeah, Shout to Barkley. So let's go through the numbers and let's just pick one rapid fire. Um, for number 34, who do you have, Weezy? Shaq. I have Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm going Shaq. Uh, Hakeem. Hakeem, excuse me. Number 33, Jeff, right back to you. Larry Bird. I got to go Bird. Yeah, Larry Bird for me. Larry Bird. Right. Number, sure? <laughs> number 32, who you got, Weezy? Magic Johnson. I have Carl Malone. Mm, let me give me, give me Magic. <laughs> you, I'm sorry, Magic Johnson. For sure. All right, number twenty three. <laughs> back back to you, Jeff. Uh, shoot, Michael Jordan, man. <laughs> give me Jordan, man. Unfortunately, Michael Jordan for me as well. LeBron James. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jersey number twenty one. Weezy, right back to you. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Yeah, I get the big fundamental. I w- yeah, Tim Duncan. Number 15. That's ah, tough. Uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Man, it's the tough. Uh, give me VC barely. Give me VC as well. Give me Melo. All right. Jersey number 13, Weezy. James Harden. Give me Steve Nash. Give me the beard. For right now, Steve Nash. James Harden had a chance to overtake him, though. Right back to you, Jeff. Jersey number 11. Isaiah Thomas. 
Come on, Zeke, now. Let's get it. Give me Isaiah Thomas as well. Isaiah Thomas. You want Clay. Right back to you, Easy Jersey number three. God damn it. <laughs> Alan Iverson. Now nah, give me Dwayne Wade for sure. <laughs> give me give me D Wade. Give me D Wade. <laughs> give me Alan Iverson. And Jersey number one, right back to you, Jeff. Ooh, this tough. Uh Trace McGrady. Give me C B four. Or one. <laughs> or whichever one. Yeah, give me T Mac. T Mac. Okay. And zero. Weezy, right back to you. Russell Westbrook. Give me Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> Mr. Agent Zero. Man, Westbrook, dude. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Ball, man. And that is show 309. Who wore it best? Figure that out. We will let the listeners choose who actually wore it the best. This has been a knockdown drag out show. Thank you for uh, listening. We went a little bit over time, but we had an extra guest. AB, you did a good job. I appreciate nice that, guys. You know, you Love know, a new set, guys. Yeah, man. You know we got to do this show with football, right? And that's Ooh, you know the cool thing about to. that. We have to do the NFL edition. That's a fact. Got 100%, man. And again, this criteria includes individual awards with an S, team success, and cultural impact. Choose away this week throughout the IG page. It's Full Sport Press. I know. I know mine. Get a Black History Fact Oh, Weezy, since you came back here, would you got Black History Fact I month? don't. I was asking you, you got one. I do not. You got one for AB? Yeah, I, won, I lost two years in a row. <laughs> Last <laughs> place two That's years right. in a row, and I just got my first one. That's a Black History Fact. Let's Rain get it. Tweet us with the questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend and watch a little more basketball. <laughs> Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. The Revolution will be podcast. Cameraman, we are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.